0: This is Johnny Tacos. I've always been a lover of music. The way the drums beat as my heart. The way the guitar sings louder than the vocalist. And the way the song is written. You would think it was how each word just coexisted with the other word. Music has always been a tool for good and evil. Music has always been a way to soothe the heart, to mend the broken, to relax the unnerved, to scream out the angry, and to worship. So please join me as we take a trip and we listen to these wonderful musicians with their art as well as their love songs to God. And I am Johnny Tuckles, and this is Origin. origin. Oh. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Origin Stories.
1: This is Taco Man, and today we have Ohio metal band Divine Martyr, and their song we're going to start off with is called Fear, which reminds me of an Iron Maiden song called Fear of the Dark. But anyways, that's enough of me saying that. You know what? Let's get the party started. And again, this is Divine Martyr in Fear. Was fear by divine martyr on today's show we have olivia and mark from the band and what they're going to do is they're going to tell a little story about themselves like they say back here in texas i gotta have my little texas accent and uh, we're going to get a little backstory as well as the cherry on this nice sunday and I always speak the truth, which is namely the song truth. So it's going to be awesome to uh, to get the music and also get the soul behind the music. And that's what origin stories is about. And before I have them telling us a little something about themselves, I just want to say, hey, you know, you want a Johnny Taco shirt. I know you do because you're not wearing one and how, how are you going to be loving the show and not supporting the show with showing the nice black shirt with the white origin stories. Why, why? I, I ask myself this all the time. Why? But you know what, if you act now and just because I have some awesome guests that are coming up on the show, coming up closer, I have, uh, I have Les Carlson from Blood Good coming up on the show next week. I am going to do a Blood Good special. You buy one for the full price of $20, you get the other one half off. So you can give yourself one and you can give a total stranger one just to show that, hey, God loves you. I love you. And here's a shirt to commemorate that love I got for you. So. Buy one, get one off, Uh, just go to the Johnny Tacos show and say, hey, blood good, and you'll get that half off. So, all right, enough of that plug in. We have Divine Marta on the show. Hey, um, tell us a little something about yourself. We'll start with Olivia, because she's excited to be on, and she was the first one on.
2: Yes. So I'm Olivia. Um, I live in Dayton right now. Um, I connected with the Boys of Divine Martyr over social media a couple of years ago. So that's how I got connected with the band. Um, I was born in Akron, Ohio, raised in Mansfield, Ohio. And as I said, I live down here in Dayton now. Um, I'm in nursing school and I also have a degree in cello performance. So I got that in 2015. So I've been um, doing professional music for quite a while now. And I will actually be incorporating more electric cello into our upcoming album, which is exciting. Um, I've played cello for 24 years now. Um, I play piano and then obviously I sing. So that's kind of my musical background.
1: And cello is what the cowbell was back in the early 80s because you can never have too much cello.
2: Exactly. You can always have more
1: cello. Yep. I have a I'm fever always room for cello. Yep. i have a fever. Always room for cello. That is yes. a pun. That is a pun. I was supposed to have a pun. It's <laughs> good, sir. Ah. Now I can't do a Bill Cosby. I need a cello. Anyways, that was my Bill Cosby uh, uh, voice impersonation. Uh, that wasn't very good because yep. I didn't have time to check on it. That's my fault. Uh, I didn't have the right voice alter altercations or alter alterations. There we go. I can't even talk in, in English today. So, um, uh, so what about okay. you, Mark?
3: You look very highly decorated. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Um, Quick backstory is uh, I'm the drummer for the band, but I also write a lot of the orchestration. My Just like Olivia, I went through music uh, a music degree as well. So I've got a degree in music engineering um, from, uh, we'll say, one of the regional schools in the Midwest. Um, and I also got a secondary degree in electrical physics. Um, so at the time, uh, the two played really well together where uh, there's some really... Well, there's some really cool things and there's some really, well, say, nefarious things you can, you can use with both of those. And I, I tend to follow the more, uh, the more pleasing side of things, but, uh, with, but yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of very cool stuff, um, between the two where, uh, you have, uh, like, uh, electro music composition, some of the ideas that come up when you put, po- when you, when you mix in with some of the, and long story short, you're building your own synthesizers from scratch, just programming and programming language and building it from scratch. And then you use them in performance. It's, it's very, it's a very fun, we're going to say very fun to, uh, I do not say discipline, but, a, um, but a very fun, uh, focus, you know, that you can get into and you can add a lot of cool nuances. Um, and then, uh, in physics, my, my emphasis is electronics. Um, I also did some master of physics, which was fun as well. Um, and then, uh, after, after school, it was, I did certifications and embedded systems and I, IOT, internet of things. Uh, I've got another cert in introductory cybersecurity, which is great because Woody's a master in cybersecurity. He has, uh, does have a master of three, but he's got a very highly decorated, uh, set of credentials we'll say a very particular set of skills we have to be we're on the radio so i say a very particular set of skills in cybersecurity in the band and he's very good Um, but yeah i started my main my major instrument was marimba so if if anybody here on the program knows what a marimba is it's a very very fun to play percussion instrument and uh from there it's i i also played drums and in the percussion scene and then i also did a minor in piano and, uh, so I've, that's my quick story, backstory. So, well, usually everybody does the
1: major and
3: piano and
1: minor and drums, you know, you did the whole negative yeah. verse. So, but, uh, doing exactly. all this and, and actually, you know, having the college education to actually do the know-how is what makes your band so crisp. Um, did you have any kind of uh musicians that you I hate to say idolize because you know you're not supposed to really uh, idolize yeah. too many people and and just for uh, just for an example do not meet your idols either because you'll sadly be disappointed but uh, that's a whole different story uh, so uh, has there been any uh influences? in your life, musical influence. Oh, yeah. It could be uh secular, it could be Christian, you know, it's something that helped you build your foundation of what divine martyr is today.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, I much, oh, go, ahead. yeah go ahead, Olivia. You're fine. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. So. I was
2: going to say, I pretty much like grew up in um, a musical home and we all did like church ministry and church music. So, you know, meeting the guys in divine martyr, it was just like, Oh yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And this is like, you know, majoring in music. It was my intention to be able to use that for ministry. So.
1: All right. So, so you're saying that you were born into this, maybe you were born this way. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah.
2: And then lots and lots of practice too. (laughs)
1: Awesome, awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely my ideal um, way to worship the Lord. You know, I've never been much of like a public speaker. So that type of ministry was never really my thing. Um, I do better just kind of like getting to know people. So performing and then having small conversations or, you know, smaller group conversations afterwards and being able to share my story.
1: And uh, do you ever get the... um, You ever get nervous around a huge crowd? You get the anxiety because I like to talk, you know, I just don't like to talk in front of thousands and thousands of people having a long conversation (laughs) because I know because of my, how my brain works, I will say the wrong thing at one point <laughs> so, of the day. So that's why I'm so glad that these, these, uh, interviews are pre-recorded because I, yep. can, I can actually, uh, uh, take out the parts that I do not like to hear. Like, how dare you say that? You know, I don't know. My mind just works that way. But, uh, but Mark, what about you? Who Who are some of the influences that, okay. that drove you to percussions?
3: Okay, So percussion. Okay, great. I was about to ask, did you want percussion or how we wrote or everything? Great. I'll start with percussion. So starting out, I'll give you my my quick, let me see if I can do this in 30 seconds, if anybody's got a stopwatch. So I started out with various drummers. I finally learned about Neil Peart. Everybody knows Neil Peart from Rush, um, who's kind of the foundation of a lot of prog drummers. From there, I moved to Portnoy, Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater, and then later Mike Mangini from Dream Theater. Um, Huge, huge fans of them. My Probably my largest influence to date is still Thomas Lang, uh, who has been studio for almost everybody. Phenomenal. Basically, the Schwarzenegger of drumming. Um, uh, so, he's from Austria. Very good, uh, So, has the accent. Very great drummer. If anybody's ever check him out, there's a there's a plug for him. Check him out on some of the stuff he's done. He's an amazing drummer. Um, and then, from there, anything from... Yeah. I'll break every year to four or five drummers and I make myself go to a new drummer each year so I don't get stagnant. So it's been anything from Buddy Roach to Dennis Chambers to uh, I had Louie Bellson on there for a second. Um, who else can we see lately? Uh, Russ Miller. Um, right now there's, there's a, there's a mega, I'm going to say technique Titan. His name's Alex Cohen Um, he, and uh, Alex Landenberg, the two Alexes. one is playing with Camelot. The other one is a, it has a book out on Hudson who everybody is grabbing to is running to for progressive styles of drumming. Um, and then from there, who knows? It goes, I, I have a new drummer every year. So, there's, I, there's 30 seconds did I get it uh yeah actually uh <laughs> two seconds off
1: we have to redo that we have to we have to uh re- okay,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no uh, I can I I didn't know that you were like really into dream theater because I was thinking your music seems a little heavy on kind of a dream theater kind of foundation and I love dream theater I love the the uh the 30 minute intros to me, <laughs> you know, if you, um, you can actually <laughs> take a drive from, from, uh, Dallas to Houston on one side, you know, back in the day they had cassette tapes, but you can actually, yeah. uh, make it on one side of a uh, dream theater
3: album. So, yeah. and, uh, yeah. I yeah, I know that drive because it was uh scenes from a memory when it released. We were driving is the same thing. We were driving to North Carolina, and yeah, the the dream. Theme- I think he's freezing up. Um, yeah, great. So let me try again. So I apologize on that. I've got a, I live out in the middle of the stick. So if everything freezes out on me, I apologize for that. Uh, so are you guys uh, able to hear me now? Yeah, you're <laughs> back. have to edit this out. He
1: might be. Max okay, He might be an AI unit. Watch out. He's, he's malfunctioning. Yeah. He's malfunctioning. <laughs> yeah, I knew not, he wasn't. malfunctioning that's right. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah i'm a I'm a I'm an AI plant there we go that's right <laughs> but the the
1: one thing that that really draws out um the the music that you make it, it to me it, it's a it's a pleasant um substitute like from a secular music such as Laguna Coil. And I say that a lot because your voice just reminds me of back in the day when I used to listen to Laguna Coil. Um, And it just, it's a pleasant, it's a more spiritual successor. There we go. Successor. That is the word (laughs) of the day. Successor. Uh, But, uh, you know, because I do still love secular music because there are some music that is very heartfelt very soul driven uh it's just i try to keep away from the the stuff that god says hey we don't want you to look at we don't want you to to listen to because now that since i am giving my life to god some of the music that i enjoyed back then is something that I'm like, okay, I need to switch to another song because I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> you ever get that feeling? Like you, you listen to yeah. a song that you, you enjoyed back then. You're like, yeah, yeah. Now now you're like, oh, I know what these lyrics yep. mean. I, I don't really feel comfortable. Jesus is right next to me, and I know he's right next to me uh, because my, my friend said, hey, would you watch that movie if Jesus was right next to you? Would you listen to that song if Jesus is right next I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think, uh, Jesus would really like that song rump shaker. So that is not in the playlist anymore since, uh, 2006. <laughs> yeah, <no>. So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, with, with your music, um, how did the, um, the writing, how did you decide that this was the genre that you needed to, um, to go hand in hand with the style of your writing?
3: Okay, um, I can I can feel this. Uh, so, uh, Woody, Jason, and I uh, prior prior to Olivia joining, we were all big fans of symphonic metal. So, we're big fans of Nightwish. Um, oh yeah, we are big fans of uh, <laughs> definitely big fans of so Nightwish, Delane, Camelot. Uh, Camelot just released a new album. So. They, they've been one of our influencing bands, at least on sound size, on the sound side. So, and then on top of that, in undergrad, I did a lot of, I took classes in orchestration and started doing film orchestration as well um, as part of the major. So it was almost a logical progression. We mixed this with heavy metal because uh, I love the dynamic range. I, I tell a lot of people this. I like the dynamic range of a symphonic orchestra. You can go from, I'll say 5% to 70% on the symphonic orchestra. And then if they go over seventy percent, they consider it over the top, and, I'm, and I want them to go over the top, which is great. So mm-hmm. for me, it's I want to go a little bit further, and I want to go seventy to eighty percent. So we had heavy metal, uh, heavy metal instrumentation and some of the more power vocals, maybe, maybe even some opera with the power vocals and so forth in there. And then when we go higher, it, you could do anything from adding ordinance to explosions to like Tchaikovsky to get or anything else. Then you got the full dynamic range, 5%, maybe to, we'll say, I still say 90% because there's so much more that can be done in the music, you know, that could, that were, we could get larger. So, so symphonic, that's, that's why I like symphonic. So, and so a broad range, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Symphonic
1: still, it, it you have so much freedom to upgrade to to go into even more down the rabbit hole and into the oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, and and it's, <laughs> that
2: is where you'll find Mark on any given evening
1: down the rabbit hole, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> watch out for d and Tweedledum. Yeah, okay? that's a, yeah,
3: there's always something you can learn. You know, here's this, here's the latest one. So, uh <laughs> a great, great book on orchestration and there's some new tricks in there. And I've got Renee Rimsky Korsakoff's book and I'm doing some of his, his tricks as well. So there's always something we can do. It's the rabbit hole. So, <laughs> so
1: uh, Olivia, you know, yeah. you, your talent has actually went to your spawn, right? Uh, your daughter plays piano. Is
2: that true? Yes, she does.
1: And, um, how do you feel about that? You're you're like, wow, you know, it, it actually does work. The gifts, my gifts have have went to my spawn, my little mini me and, and she's going to be uh, (laughs) following your, your footsteps, you know, and that's what we need to do as good parents is to, uh, make the way and hopefully, you know, Mm. they're, they're better than us at the, at the, uh, at the gifts. So that's what we shoot for. Yeah. How, how did that make you feel when she, yeah, goes, she um, goes, mommy, I want to do this. I want to play piano.
2: It was definitely like an amazing feeling. Um, just because she's always been musical singing little songs ever since she, you know, could speak. <laughs> um, and she's been like immersed in music as well just because of, you know, me and then my family and everything. Um, but watching her perform for the first time was awesome. Because I just remember um, she's eight years old. So that's when I started cello. I remember being so nervous, like almost like shaking, you know, getting up on stage. And she went up, no nerves at all, just like performed her little piece perfectly. Um, so that was just really cool, just like knowing that she had gained confidence and is kind of, you know, becoming her own person and being disciplined in something. It's
1: definitely a good feeling. <laughs> and, and seeing that is what we, is what not we, but it's what God loves to see his children to um, flourish and to, mm. to get better and to, to be happy. And if yeah. you find your gift, that the gift that God has given you out of those seven gifts, uh, a gift that's given you to, to minister, um, it, Is she, does she want to follow your footsteps? Does she want to sing?
2: Oh, she definitely wants to sing. Um, There's a woman in Dayton who starts lessons when the girls are 10 or boys, I think, but she had like a a choir class for eight to 10 year olds, but private lessons, she starts when they're 10. So in a couple of years, I'm definitely going to get her into vocal lessons um, because, you know, as I've found, as I've, lived and through my life and gone off to college and everything and gone through different phases um music is always a thing that brings me back to ministry so i'd love for her to have that um, opportunity same opportunity that i've had
1: uh do you have any children mark
3: we have Uh, Well, it's, it's one of those things where we are, it's basically our focus has been put somewhere else. So, and that's where we, so even though we, we can't, I, I mentor a lot of students. And so when Olivia just talked about, you know, her her daughter, it's like, to me, I immediately also think of some of my students who have become quite accomplished percussionists over the last 10, 15 years, some, some piano, some percussion, mostly percussion. And, um, I'm really, there's one who actually will, I actually go to him to record drum tracks who became a very proficient recording engineer and went to Berkeley and I did his internship through the LA program. He went, I think his, his actual degree came from Butler, uh, university, but he would go out to, he would go out to Berkeley in the summer. He'd go to LA on an internship and he's like the perfect person in the indie area, shameless plug to, to Strata studios, um, to go and and mm-hmm. in the harder genres to, uh, track drum tracks. If you needed to, to import drum tracks to your central studio, he does a phenomenal job so i'm um, very proud of his accomplishments he started with drums went into audio started going into audio engineering i said great get this this area right here and start training your ear for this and boom three years later he's he's one of the best out there for listening so I, he's done a great job so that's how i that's how i view uh even though we can't have children I have, uh, you know need from all through central Indiana who have become very good musicians. So there's my, there's my protege, I guess, or my, my kids, you know, if you will. So exactly. the last 20 years, so. well, And you have the kittens. Yeah, the kittens. Yeah, we are, we are, we have quite a few cats. <laughs> but, <laughs> We're working
1: but it's also true. It's also true that being a mentor mm-hmm. to, to uh, kids and teaching them, how to play a music and and be in there you have that feeling of being a father to to uh what they're making you know it's it's like you're mm-hmm. you, you you kind of cheer in their in their happiness you're kind of there to console them in their in their sadness it, you are taking up a kind of a, a parental role in their life and without your help with uh, fine-tuning, tuning, fine-tuning, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, the iron sharpens iron, you know, they, yeah. they look back and they remember, hey, my mentor, Mark, he was like a father figure to me. He, um, he showed me the way I am so happy that he did it. And, and that just, it, it opens up your heart too. I'm a father, but I also, a uh, mentor to some of the children at my church. And, um, you know what it comes up, it becomes a blurry line to which one's my kid. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, yep, yep. I, I totally Definitely. respect you as being a mentor because there are so many kids out there that really need a mentor. Um, so, um, with that, how, how did divine martyr get its name? Mark,
3: Okay, yeah, Divine Martyr was uh, originally the the original uh, lineup when Woody was putting together the band. We had Woody on bass, uh, a man by the name of Dan Cleaner, very good guitar player from the area, um, and there was another drummer they were working with a few different drummers. Um, they ended up putting a Craigslist out and they wanted to find a, um, they were just trying to find a, a, a band, not just, you know, a, a for some reason they wanted to, to get a, a harder, you know, basically a little bit harder, I think on their sound of the band. So, they a more experience. so I actually came out, we jammed a little bit, we didn't have any songs lined up, but we just blasted through some power metal stuff. and and it was a great fit. So this was in 2016, I think. And then we started building the band up to the sound we wanted and we had some heartfelt conversations and we wanted a Christian symphonic metal band. So the name Divine Martyr actually came from the original guitar player, Dan. Um, he had a list, a couple list of probably a handful of song uh, songs, excuse me, band ideas, uh, of name ideas and that one stuck and in fact our first song which uh, it's we'll say it's in the vault i think we're going to we may release a live version of it cuz we keep changing our songs it's it's one of those you record something and you're like well arts you have to cut off art at that point cuz you get copyright you know but Playing it live, I guess we have a little more license if we want to fit if we want to fill the sound out. But our first song was actually also a reference to the name. It was actually from Voice of the Martyrs, and it's called Martyrs Hymn. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are retelling lyrically, we retell the stories of a lot of people from Voice of the Martyrs. It's like, can we take these stories and put them wash what together? As it was playing a prayer um on our first song, first release of uh, what a person who is going through. Having the ultimate sacrifice for the faith, what they what kind of prayer they would pray for the people who were ultimately beheading or whatever other form of torture they were going through. And that was that was a, the gist of the song. And it's and it was basically here's the new band, Divine Martyr, here's the new song martyrs them. And it was basically an emphasis on martyrdom. Um, as a band, it's not we're not so much focusing on martyrdom now. It's more, I'd say, marginalization or whatever we're called to follow. Um, but to reach out to the marginalized, for instance, or reach out to the lo- to the lost, but also to have remembrance of people who paid the ultimate sacrifice for the faith as well. So, but yeah, so that's where the name Divine Martyr came from. Was like this tri- triangle of influence originally from Dan, and then it was more of a theme around it of you know we built martyrdom as kind of the focal point of of this of the name of the band. So, and actually, you know. If you if you go out
1: there as a Christian metal band or a Christian, you know, progressive band or something like that, you're actually going out in there to be a martyr because there's gonna be so many uh people that, that just dub you a Christian. They already dubbed you as like this is this is gonna be you know, not very good, you know, because of of the label. So you're kind of martyring yourself in front to, to, uh, open up doors for, for people to,
3: to, to meet Christ, to, to Uh, have that relationship. Exactly. I don't know how many times I've been advised by, we'll say inner circles of, of mentors that I've had from the industry who have said, do not project your your belief out there. They said, "Just say you're, you're just say you're a symphonic metal band," you know, because and so many people will push you aside for that reason. And we we made the point: no, we're going to stand for what we believe in. Sometimes our sometimes our songs literally are Christian songs. Sometimes we're just encouraging, but either way, we stand for we stand for the cross. You know,
1: yeah, and and you know that right there. It just shows that how much you love Jesus and you're like, why should I cover my beliefs just to, uh, make people feel comfortable. Sometimes you got to make people feel uncomfortable to get them in the right area to, com- of comfort. There we go. How many times i want to say comfort in today's uh, show, but, uh, real fast, Olivia, how did you get in the mix of being part of the band? Did you uh, answer a Craigslist? You uh, know?
2: I did not. Uh, Mark actually reached out to me to do some studio cello. Um, we had just like had some mutual friends on the internet um, and that was in 2020. So because of COVID, that studio session just never came to be. You know, I don't even know what Mark was working on back then. Um, but you know, that so there was a wrench put in that whole project. Um, but fast forward about a year later, they were looking for a new vocalist. Um, so they had asked me if I just wanted to do a local show in Columbus cause I knew I was in Dayton. So they asked if I would fill in for them for a Columbus, Ohio show. Um, then that got canceled for COVID of course. Um, yeah. so, you know, so we just kept kind of communicating, um, just became you know friends and um, accountability partners and really just clicked and enjoyed doing music with them. So that I don't know, Mark, if you remember exactly when, but a few months later, um, they just offered like, "Hey, do you want to just be our permanent singer?" And I was like, "Yes, absolutely."
3: Yeah. <laughs> so it was that was twenty twenty one
2: that I became official.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have a few jokes about that. One is uh. We were, we were like, we saw, I think actually what actually spawned the, the vocal conversation is Olivia released a couple singles, uh, solo, uh, vocally. And I sent him to, uh, I said, Hey, Jason, listen to her voice real quick. And he was like, let's get her in. <laughs> is what it turned into. So and that's what kind of spur, spurred that conversation because we're all like, this could really work because we were coming from almost, I don't, and we don't want a parallel Nightwish, but it kind of was a parallel Nightwish. We had a uh, style Pat Benatar vocalist. We had a dual yeah. vocalist at the time. Um, and that, you know, went in, in different ways. And then what it turned into is like, well, we almost followed the Annette progression where we found more of a pop style of vocalist and that we're, it seemed to be working really well. So I'm, I'm excited. So I'm, you know, we're, we're, we're so <laughs> and a, it is quite a drive, especially on i 70 So, and you know, yeah. you <laughs> know,
1: the, uh, it, it's, it's, it's like it was meant to be, you know, I, I see, mm-hmm. Well, I don't see, but I hear the way the music is, and it just blends just well with your vocals and the instrumental. It just blends so well. It, it it was like it was meant to be. It was like that God had made that point that said, you know what? You were all meant to have this band. And mm-hmm. uh, through, through having this band, have y'all been out to um, – um uh, to have concerts do y'all have concerts coming up
3: yeah we we do we, um, we're building our summer schedule right now um and what a lot of people will ask and i'm going to preface this as, um, i will answer the question but a lot of people are like hey why don't you come to no name a city um and we are we're working on it. we're, we're working on coming out there but to get into the club i guarantee you a club will not even let us in the door unless i can show them through metrics that we have a crowd a, a following in that metro of 100, 200 people, you know, lately, nowadays. And this is just open, you know, in some of the larger metros. Some people, some churches will bring us in with 50. Some will bring us in with 100. But we're working on coming to the area. But as far as what it has been booked, the areas that we're already prominent in, we are pl- we have some central Indiana shows coming up. Uh, our, and we have southern Indiana show. We're working on some northern Indiana and Michigan shows. And then we've got some Ohio shows coming up. So kind of regional at the moment, Midwest regional we are working on getting anywhere I'm going to say in the U S at the moment. And then, and then it starts going international after that. So, but it all depends on, on where we have a pockets following. So. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, well, we're running low on
1: time. I just want to thank you so much, Mark and Olivia. Uh, too bad the other guys couldn't make it because they were, you know, other other um things to do besides being on the johnny taco show but uh, i do appreciate it <laughs> thank
2: I, you I, so much for having us yes,
1: yes thank you <laughs> and uh i can't wait to see uh, if y'all come down to the dfw area um mm-hmm. you know yes absolutely i i see so much coming up and i'm so excited about hearing more music from y'all so Uh, And and I know there's some stuff in the works coming up because you're always upgrading, always progressing. Uh, So thank you
3: again for being on the show. Uh, I want to thank, I'm sorry. I was going to say that's actually where our other two uh, band members are at right now. They are in the Mm -hmm. studio. So they are actually recording new material right now as we speak. So for, for, for the upcoming album, as soon as we get it done. So.
2: So it is on the way.
1: It's on the way. It's Um, on the way. Thank you so much. And we're going to go listen to Truth by Divine Martyr. Here is Truth.
2: Hey, I'm Olivia from Divine Martyr. Uh, The song Truth was written as a reminder that spiritual warfare is very real. Um, As Christians, we need to be guarded and we need to be ready to fight against it. Uh, temptation can be very obvious temptation can come in very obvious forms but I have also found that some things come into your life that seem so promising that seem so good and they may even be similar to things that you have been praying for but I found that sometimes those things can just be distractions um, and they can lead us from our purpose, from our divine purpose. So this song is a reminder to stay strong, to stay focused, and to stay faithful and continue seeking the truth. Um, It's a song about recovering from derailment, from mistakes and distractions, and just knowing that in the end, The Lord is coming back, and that's what I believe, so that's what I wrote this song about. Thanks for listening.
1: By Divine Martyr. I want to thank Olivia for giving that awesome testimony. It took a lot of heart to write every word in that song. So just to let you know that God sees you, that God knows your intentions, and he wants you to go out there and spread his name, his goodwill so thank you again, Divine Martyr, for that awesome song. And I want to thank all the new listeners that happened to Stonewall upon. thinking this is a recipe show where you get to learn some awesome taco skills. I hate to disappoint, but the one thing, the one thing that you get is the edification of Jesus Christ through the testimonies of my guest and my constant babbling for that you are welcome you did not come here by mistake maybe something in olivia's words had uh, meaning to your life or someone that um something that sparked an interest in a previous episode that makes you want to listen to more uh you were welcome here so uh, sit down, enjoy some tea, and hopefully, you'll check up some other uh, episodes. To all the die hard taco lovers out there, taco lovers, that just sounds goofy. For all the street taco team out there, you know who you are. I have a specific set of skills, and I know where you are because you like my stuff. You interact with me on my social media. And if you like this show, and you want to support this show. We also have um, sponsorships as well as Zale. We have uh, cash app. So if you just want to show your support by um, taking care of us, add a little extra money to uh, help build the kingdom, go right ahead. It's on our Facebook and on our link tree where you can able to click on and donate. Um, with all that, I want to wish y'all a happy, happy week, a blessful week of love and abundance. So uh, you give me a hello on all the streaming services And I will provide you with the testimonies. This is Johnny Tacos. And I say, don't have yourself a good day. No good sir, good ma'am, good brother, good sister. Have yourself a great day. We'll see you next time.
3: Are you considering going to church for the first time? Have you ever thought about waking up in the morning, getting ready and going to church just to see what it's all about? Or maybe you're looking for a new church because your old church wasn't quite what you had in mind. Consider coming to visit Covenant Life Church in Waxahachie. Here on the Johnny Taco Show, this is our home church, and we extend the invitation for you to come worship with us and fellowship with us. If you're interested, visit Covenant Life at 423 North College Street, Waxahachie, Texas. Wednesday service begins at 7 p.m., Sunday service starts at 1030 a.m. For more information, please visit www.covenantlife.online and look on the calendar for upcoming events. Your journey can begin right now.